0: I'm Julie Hyde, and I believe you can't be a leader of others until you are a leader of self. It all starts with leading you. So if you are ready to be the best leader that you can be, you're in the right place. I'll be chatting to a diverse range of leaders who will spill the beans on their leadership, how they changed the game, insights into their mindset, and how they built the courage and resilience to be a modern leader with impact. Let's get into it. Zoe McFarlane with me today and Zoe is a creative writer and also an intuitive coach and energy healer and she helps her clients shift the limiting blocks and beliefs to live and connect more to their purpose, their passion and spirituality. So welcome Zoe. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Now, I first met Zoe when I was at the Eden Retreat in Queensland last year and I was really keen to chat more to her about the power of manifestation, which is what we're going to be chatting about today. First of all, can you just demystify what manifesting is and give us a bit of an insight into what it actually is?
1: Yeah, I would consider it like goal setting plus energy. You know, we've all set goals, we've all had New Year's resolutions. Manifesting is kind of a little bit different on that journey we start at the same point with like okay what is it that i want to bring into my life that's going to positively impact me and bring me joy but from there we then have a different mindset we work on positivity language thoughts these kinds of things and we work on those on a day-to-day basis with goals we tend to be very action focused with manifesting we're very energy focused because everything in the universe has frequency and vibration and that means that that thing that you want to call into your life also has one so a big power of manifesting is actually spending some time at the beginning when you're like, okay, I want this thing, is to spend some time actually dreaming up what that's going to feel like, what it's going to be like to share that with people, what it's going to be like, you know, when you wake up in the morning having that in your life and really getting clear on the feelings and emotions of that. And then once you've got clear on those emotions, then you can say, here's the benchmark of my energy on a day-to-day basis. And then you can also say, I'm going to use that, the excitement that I've got
0: from dreaming as the fuel that's going to motivate me to take those inspired action steps to go and make that happen. And you mentioned thoughts before because we're always manifesting, aren't we? Whether it's positive or the negative.
1: And that's the challenge, right? Is then it's just the positive mindset is so important because we can manifest from a negative mindset. So we know we've all got people in our lives who are maybe a bit doom and gloom and they're like, this will never happen. And and it's just like, the more you keep saying that, it just cannot happen in your reality, you're blocking it from happening. And also culturally, we're in a very negative first culture. You know, your mom, when you were late for school, didn't say be on time. She said, don't be late. Not remember the jumper, don't forget it. So when we kind of understand that we're actually geared towards thinking and being a little bit more negative, we start training ourselves out of that then there's so much freedom that comes from that. And that's where you start seeing all these small things that pop up and you're like, wow, this is all possible and it's very freeing.
0: Amazing. So can you share how you learnt the power of manifesting? I think that's such a great story. Mine started in 2011.
1: So actually, I was handed a worksheet called Only Speak in Terms of What You Want. And so basically, it was just a two-page document. You just printed it out. I put it by my bathroom mirror, and I'll just read it. It took two minutes to read. So I was brushing my teeth, read this thing. and It just reminded you why it was really important to speak in the positivity, in the positive. Going through that day-to-day, started going in there. And then about day seven, it started really settling in. So at first, you were kind of horrified about how negative i was sounding but every time it doesn't matter if you hear it that's the important thing doesn't matter if you hear it you say it as long as you correct yourself straight after you're putting it out what you actually wanted to say to the universe and then from there day seven it started getting easier and then about day 10 i started winning prizes i won a cd on the radio it was 2011 I won tickets to an event. I got four invitations to New Zealand Fashion Week. I'd never even been once before. And by the end of the month, they won a holiday. So I won a trip to – I was in New Zealand. I won a trip to Australia, including a $1,000 spending money. And then from there, I went, Oh, this stuff works. And then that kind of just set me on my journey from there. And then it's just gone strength to strength. And the more I've used my intuition, the greater my manifestations have gone.
0: Ah, interesting. So how does intuition link into it? Because I – totally understand the power of positive language and positive thoughts because your unconscious mind can't process a negative can it so whatever you're saying to it it's like just believing with you so like you say don't be late it's hearing be late
1: right. yeah the yeah too and it's just like you're setting yourself up for failure
0: yeah yeah so how does intuition tie into it so intuition is a really important part of manifesting
1: because intuition is how you're going to be brave enough to go after what you want So our ego mind is going to be like, you can't have that. That didn't work when you tried that before and all of these things there. But actually to beat your ego and to beat those kinds of that negative mindset that's held you back, you actually have to be brave. But the universe always rewards bravery, always. And so what your job is to do is go, okay, if I've got really clear on what that thing is that I really want to call into my life, I'm really clear on what that's going to feel like and get excited by it. I'm then going to use that to feel where I'm going And then from there, when I'm taking my inspired action steps, I'm going to take action that feels good for me, not the path that everybody else might use. Even if the path, it might be okay if it's the path that everyone else uses, but, you know, it's just checking in, does this feel good for me? Before you say yes to anything towards your manifestation. And you might be saying yes to something that doesn't make any sense if you're listening to intuition, where you're just like, you feel the pull of something and you don't know where it's going to lead you because good manifesting is all about flow and surrender what often i find is that people quite often will expect to need to do everything themselves to make something happen they used to be really ultra independent be no no i got it myself i'll do it and then actually good manifesting is allowing to say that if i take my inspired action steps the universe is going to sort out the right people places and things to make that come into my reality but if your intuition is not turned on And you're not being brave, you're not going to maybe take some of the threads that you're given from the universe that are going to unleash that manifestation coming into your life easier, smoother, less effort, no hustle, you know, all of that. So your intuition plays a really big part in it. And I always say, if you're not used to using your intuition, all you do is every time you hear it, you celebrate. If you hear it and you follow it and you hear it and you don't. So if you're like, you know, when you get those like, oh, I knew it, I knew that wasn't going to happen or I knew celebrate 100% celebrate because maybe the next time or the time after that you'll actually listen and you might be saying I don't know why I'm doing this but it feels like this is what I'm going to do this feels good and so that is just so freeing and it just means you can have your manifestations way faster
0: yeah okay that makes sense so we'll come back to that when I ask you some tips for how to like manifest well but Really can because this podcast is called leading you, so it's all about how we lead ourselves and for leaders of others, how we can like do that really effectively. So, do you think manifesting is key to leadership, and how so? Well, one is if you are a good leader, you are leading by
1: example, right? So, if you have a negative mindset, negative language, or you have a can't do attitude, then how is anyone else in your team going to be a success? So, there is you know there is that part of it. There's also what I've just said about bravery, right, is are you demonstrating bravery? How are you going to ask your teams to level up and go for something a little bit bigger that's actually going to improve the whole business if you're not showing that for yourself, which means that you are then also leading with your intuition as well. And the other thing as well is part of a good manifesting journey is you start working out where you are dropping your own energy. So an example I quite often give is what happens if you're letting somebody into traffic and they don't give you the wave? Right, Most people give me an answer which is, oh, I get mad, I get disappointed. How hard is it? And then I said, okay, what have you just done to your energy? You dropped your energy based on a completely random stranger who's got nothing to do with your journey or your day. And so when we start getting into that kind of element of things, then we can go, okay, if I start saying, okay, I don't know why I'm allowing somebody, start on a journey saying, why am I allowing somebody to drop my energy? And you start exploring that, then you start having more compassion for people. Because then you say, oh, I actually don't know why that person didn't give me the wave. They might be having the worst day possible and so I'm just going to, you know, let them off the hook. And then you're becoming a better leader because you have more compassion and kindness and you're not taking everything personally around why something isn't happening for you in that moment.
0: Mm, so that can be a massive flip in mindset for people. Huge. To start
1: with letting people into the traffic without expecting the wave and then just if you're having trouble, just think, I don't know why that person can give me. I just send them a rainbow. I just think, okay, I'm sending you some energy. That's if I notice. Nowadays, I don't even notice because I'm not looking for it because I'm not trained myself to be like disappointed that, you know, it's not coming my way. I'm going to do my absolute best throughout the day to
0: not allow anybody else to drop my energy down. Okay. So for the leaders, because there's so many things that can get them down, it might be the environment, clients, people, lots of things that aren't in their control but what's in control for a leader is the leader and how they conduct themselves so what I'm hearing from you is to be like a really strong role model in terms of I suppose mind body and spirit really
1: particularly mine, I think is the biggest gift you can give anyone that's working under you is just like can I be demonstrating that I am kind I am compassion and I am positive in going after what I want, that allows you then to not be dropping anybody else's energy based on your whatever's going on for you as well.
0: If there's something I've learned from my cancer diagnosis, it's that life is short, and we all have a choice about how we live and lead. When life throws you lemons, you crack open the GNT. My inspiring keynote designed for leaders and those who know that we are all leaders. The day my life changed forever. How to be the leader of your own life. been described as life-changing both personally and professionally and I am now delivering this presentation to corporations associations and teams across Australia. If this is something that interests you you can find out more via my website juliehyde.com.au. So what are the key mindset attributes that you need to adopt to be really successful at manifesting? because obviously it all starts with what you're thinking yes
1: so your thoughts become your reality at the end of the day so thoughts is part of it which is why the language challenge is so important but that can just be a simple right now I mean if there's something you could take away from this podcast it would be let's drop the word need must have to should drop those four even just that right now is going to free you up because need must have to should or all obligation words and so they don't suggest that you're having inspired action they don't suggest you're doing anything that you want to do they do suggest that you're dropping your energy down so even just changing your language around that i'm choosing to do this i'm looking forward to doing this those kinds of things can just be a big enough like a little tiny shift that you can make that's just going to just start things going the other thing i always recommend is can you be more observant We tend to be a little bit bogged down in life. And so that might mean that we're kind of running autopilot a lot of the time. And so if you can start looking out, I get everyone in my classes at Eden to get a proof journal. So it's a little notebook or a page in their phone where they're going to write down all the small wins and synchronicities that are happening every day. And if you can actually allow yourself to do that, you just do it for 30 to 60 days until you've trained yourself to notice more good stuff around you you're already shifting your mindset enough. You're becoming more observant. And then once you've trained yourself to become more observant for the positive things that are going on, including the little shoulder taps from the universe that are good job, you were brave today. Then from there, you also then start becoming more observant to your thoughts. And when we understand that we don't actually have to listen to all of our thoughts, and a lot of our thoughts aren't really that useful. I mean, a lot of them are real throwbacks. to When we needed to worry about, say, between tigers, we just haven't evolved enough then we can actually start becoming even healthier in our mindset and shift of mindset shifts as well. So uh, focus on the language, celebrate the small wins, and be observant. Observant like a scientist. Have a scientist mind to what you're doing. If you're getting mad about something, then you say, okay, why? well, this is really interesting. Why is this making me so mad today? Once you've had that thought, it doesn't own you in the same way. It doesn't have the same power over you, and that's really powerful.
0: Yeah, I love that. It's like being really curious about what's going on.
1: Yeah, then what's really interesting when you get to that point, you're almost like, ooh, look what I did today. And you're like, yeah, that's not making you as like, it's not dropping your energy so much. It's really powerful.
0: Mm. For those who aren't experienced with their manifesting, when you say taps on the shoulder from the universe, like what might that look like? Is it a feeling? Is it something that they're seeing? I'll give you a little
1: story. So basically, I decided I wanted some photos for my Instagram page and I wanted to get professional photos done, but I wasn't very comfortable. I'm not very comfortable having my photo taken. And so I signed up for this Snaps and Shams event. So it was like a photography event. There were five girls there. You had two outfit changes and some delicious cakes. So I went there and I was so nervous and my energy dropped so much and I couldn't get myself out of it. Breathwork did not work. Everything. I was just nervous. So I just owned it. I'm nervous. This is fine. And I show up and then I just was kind of like, okay, I'm just going to channel Tyra Banks. And I'm giving it all these model poses. I'm still uncomfortable inside, but I'm it until I make it. And then we have our break. And then in the break, I get a ping on my phone from Instagram and I'd won a prize. That's the type of shoulder tap, right? So I come out, so I'm okay, so the next round I'm going to be a little bit braver because I'm like, I just won a prize. My energy's gone up, right? So even though I'm still uncomfortable, I'm like, okay, I'm going for it, round two. I come out of there, I come outside, rainbow through a sunset so that would go in your proof journal then I see a cat on a leash we both love cats so you know that's like a thousand points friend base it as well and then I'm on the drive home the car in front of me the number plate is ZME which is my business initial Zoe Mac Energy and so I'm like oh. now you could say that's such a coincidence but it serves me to think more about that that's magic for me than a coincidence because That means that I'm taking energy from that experience. The next time I need to be brave, I'm going to be braver and I'm feeling elevated about that even though I was really uncomfortable today that I went for it. So that's kind of looking out for these, like if you're going to be brave towards your manifestation, watch for the little signs and symbols and they might be personal to you. You might love white feathers because they remind you of your noun and you might get three white feathers that afternoon. It can be anything but just choosing to take fuel from little experiences to boost yourself up, to boost your energy up, to allow your manifestation to come in faster and easier, and to allow you to be braver.
0: Yeah, yeah, that makes sense to me because I, I hear a lot of people talking about numbers. So when they say eleven, eleven, yeah, or yeah, something like that, it's yeah. like, oh, that's a sign from the universe that I'm on the right track. Yes, there's like
1: free energy driving around all the time. You're like seven, seven, seven. Your manifestation is ready to take five, five, five. Change is coming. it's just like this, it's just this, can you just take, make a decision to take more energy out of your day? That's really a big part of the proof journal is like, can you just choose that you're going to seek moments of excitement throughout the day? And instead of being like, oh, rainbow is a rainbow, you're like, wow, rainbow. And you're not only taking the energy hit of that, you're getting dopamine from that as well. You're helping towards your neural pathways, towards a more positive mindset, which is we, why well, I know from my own experience definitely changes things.
0: Yes. Yes. Because I know for me, I always look for a butterfly for the universe to tell me that I'm on the right track. And it's amazing how they just like randomly show up and you're like, Random. wow. <laughs> yeah. And they do, right? Yeah. And I always like to
1: say as well, like you might, you and I probably call it the universe. Some people might call it God, higher self. Energy flow, call it whatever you want, with understanding that you kind of like the journey that you want is not for you to slog at 100% by yourself. That there is, if you're allowing flow, you're allowing yourself to be open to different places, people, and things to help you get what you want.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I know you mentioned some key things before, particularly around you know the language is celebrating and observing what are your three top tips for manifesting like if someone was going to go okay i'm going to give this a go because i'd like to win a prize and i'd like to win a trip to the outback which you've just won or been offered and I'll, i sort of want to do that <laughs> first of all is i just say even if you're
1: cynical where wow, i'm saying everything i've said then just start a proof journal. So it can just be a note in your phone, a page on your phone as notes in your phone, or it can be a little notebook that you carry around just for about thirty to sixty days, where you're just going to train yourself to notice more magic. So what goes in there? It's the you know running late and the traffic lights were green. It's that rock star car parks. It's the upgrade on your coffee. It's the compliment. It's the praise from your boss. It's the praise from your employer. You know, like so. It's just whatever is there that is a feel. That can be feel. You're gonna. Get more out of that. You're gonna woo instead of kind of hmm, from that experience. So just training yourself really to just get more elevated in your experience there, and just take more from what's happening on a day-to-day basis. The other thing that's really helpful is: can you come from a place of gratitude, not "I need this"? Need is a low vibration, right? Need is implying you don't have something, and it's terrible that you don't have it. But if you say, I've got all these amazing things, your life's good and you've got all these amazing things happen, and this would be a bonus. Your attitude shifts so quickly with that. So much easier to manage. You can manifest from like it's just way, way harder. So if you want to make it easier, can you come from a place of gratitude? So that might mean having, uh, you know, every day you write down three things you're most grateful for for that day. Do your absolute best not to repeat anything. You also might just have a gratitude list. So just a running list where you just, every time you think of something new that you love, you add it to the list. So if someone said to you, drop and give me 20 things that you love, you're like, and you can do it. If I ask a lot of people, they'll get to about five and they can't think of anything. I'll be that they've got a bigger family. They're just only family members and they can't think of anything else. So that really helps as well. The other thing is the harder part, which is to work on following slow and to be less controlling. Wow. Oh my gosh. That's really hard for a control freak. (laughs) No, I'm a former control freak. And to be honest, a lot of the good stuff that changed, particularly like being able to do energy healing and more intuitive coaching came from letting go of control, came from needing to know what everything was and meant. Letting go of that was really freeing because we're not in flow if we're trying to be, we're trying to micromanage everything. And if you have this one expectation of how something's going to show up in your life, it's way, way harder to get it exactly that way versus the other ways that the universe might sneak things into you. So, you know, we've all probably had friends who have that 25-point checklist of what their future partner is going to have, you know, and it's really specific, six foot two, white car, you know, like it's just so specific that it's so you just kind of be like, we oh, are going to find this person? So we want to really be focused on emotions and feelings more than a checklist. And really allow ourselves to be like, okay, am I trying to control the outcome here? So I always get people to write around their manifestation, this or better. You're saying this is what I believe is possible for me. But actually, if you say this or better, what you're saying is I'm open to more. And so that's really freeing Mm -hmm. as well. So I would just say, yeah, start a proof journal would be my number one. Check that you're coming from a place of gratitude, not lack. And then also work on this is the harder thing so just day to day can you find moments to loosen control now that might not be in your job that might not be when you're running around trying to get the kids sorted but that could just be like when you're playing with the animals or when you're doing that yoga class or when you're taking a stroll on the beach it's just can you come from a place of flow just to serve you a lot better
0: yeah okay I love that love it the word want what do you think about the word want
1: I don't have a problem with want because want implies something positive that you would like to have in your life. But I think if we're looking to manifest, it doesn't work. So language for manifesting, we want to write it down, we write in the present tense like it's happening right now. Start getting into the energy of what's this feel like. And we can't do that if we want. Want implies an unknown desire, I think. And so if we can get into what do we know about that desire, we're giving ourselves a lot more freedom there.
0: And I love what you said about, you know, you're looking to create this or better. I think that's a really key distinction as well because it's not being so specific.
1: Yeah. And it also is really helpful. So I get asked a bit, what happens if you didn't get the man? You must have not had some manifestations come to life. Well, absolutely, of course. But my mindset around that is if it didn't come to me, it wasn't mine. And then also that if the universe didn't have what I thought I wanted for me, it's probably got something better. Like surrender is such an important part of manifesting that's that like letting go of control, but sometimes that can be very challenging. So if you notice that your energy is dropping down because something you're, is not arriving as you expected, is can you loosen up that? Can you surrender to what it is? And can you say, well, if it's not this, then there must be something better on its way and just wait for that thing to come in.
0: Yeah, that could be really powerful for people who are wanting to achieve a particular goal. So whether that be a promotion or they've put a pitch forward to win a contract or whatever that might look like. And when that door closes, people can feel incredibly down. It's like, oh, that's rejection. And then we make it mean something about ourselves. But I think it's that acceptance. It's like, okay, well, that opportunity wasn't for me. That was for someone else and I'll be happy for them.
1: Yeah, I think it's really important. It's really challenging. So we're not, I don't want to sugarcoat it and say this is an easy thing to override. It's not because the rejection piece is really strong. You know, the sense of needing control is very strong. So this is probably the hardest part about manifesting if it's not coming exactly as you planned, is how you're going to relax enough so you're not dropping your energy down so much that it's even harder to get anything. We have a monkey mind, we have our ego, it's just remembering don't always listen to it. Generally if I hear my ego trying to give me some back chat around like you can't have this or that's not going to work, then I'll just be like not right now or thank you, not right now, I'm going to just keep going down this path like I took in the, my workshops around like making sure you've got time for play in every day you know like time for joy time for connection because that's going to boost your energy so I just recently was like yeah, I've always wanted to be in a marching band and so I signed up a marching band drumming lesson so random and I've done three lessons now and in every single lesson my ego's been like you can't do this stride right at the beginning of the lessons as well like first time well you can't read music you're never going to be able to get this so just going that's okay I'm, just gonna, I'm here i've signed up for this so i've signed up for four weeks i'm going to do it and then i'm going to decide after that and of course i'm going to keep going it just allows me to be like that thought i'm not listening to you right now and you just push it away but i always push it away with a nice thank you because your ego's job is here to keep you safe and it does that by keeping you small and so when you know that then you would be like oh it's just trying to be a really good team player here but actually somehow he thinks he's a ceo and i'm the ceo I
0: love that. Exactly. Happens, you're the CEO,
1: not your ego. You're back to being a PA, you know, being observant, checking off all the lists, doing a little bit stuff, but actually your job is to be my assistant, not my driver.
0: Yes. Awesome. I think that's such a powerful note to finish our chat on, Zoe. So it's been wonderful talking to you today. Thank you. And I really appreciate you being part of the Leading You podcast.
1: Well, thank you for having me so much. Thank
0: you.